Joel chapter 2, verses 28 through 32. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female servants in those days I will pour out my spirit, and I will show wonders in the heavens and on earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there shall be those who escape as the Lord has said, and among the survivors shall be those whom the Lord calls. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. So similar passage to yesterday's in Jeremiah. And, you know, we talk a lot about how Jesus is prophesied in the Holy Spirit. We probably don't talk enough about how the Holy Spirit, as we in the church uh, experience the Holy Spirit, uh, is also, you know, prophesied um, a ton in the Old Testament. And, um, you know, this, this is like a revolutionary idea. I mean, these are people who the only way to encounter God's Spirit is to, you know, do all this uh, you know, basically to be born into the Levitical priesthood mm. and to do all these rituals and rites of passage and to enter into the Holy of Holies, um, which would only be the high priest. Um, so you can either do that or do something really, really bad and um, encounter God's spirit of wrath, mm. which is not how you want to encounter the Holy Spirit. And so for Joel to get up there and say that God will pour out his spirit on all flesh, even on male and female slaves, to prophesy and to have dreams and visions. Mm. Uh, gosh, what a what a revolutionary word! Mm. So let's not miss that. And uh, you know, he he is speaking to these days. You know, partially of what we're in now, as we said yesterday, the not the now and not yet, where we walk with God's Spirit. But you know, we see in part, but not fully right now. But one day, um, we will fully know God. Will fully be filled with the Holy Spirit. So, Yusef, mm. what are your thoughts on these words from the prophet Joel? Well, I, look, I think uh, this is obviously pointing towards, I think, uh, the coming of Christ and particularly the book of Acts, you know, where uh, you see, uh, you know, Peter has this dream where uh, animals are that were once considered unclean are now clean. And, and you have obviously the t- tongues of fire. And I think that's, a, I think that's this sort of idea of fire and columns of smoke. Some mm. people think that that it speaks to that time and only that time, mm. and so and so those people would be called cessationists. They they would say, okay, that was for that time period mm. in Acts, and 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 it is no longer you know certain things are don't happen in that way. And I think I think to some extent there is some truth to that. Like we don't see necessarily the tongues of fire speaking yep. in tongues. Uh, I think it was it was it was largely for that specific. Yeah period of time but you know one of the things i'm writing on now at rts is this idea of dreams and visions in the, in the muslim world and yeah and we're seeing we're seeing it at such a scale that it's really hard to say that, oh my gosh that they've all eaten bad falafel yeah you know? like yeah. you know they all had bad bad uh bad bad yeah. uh, some bad meal the night before or something that caused the dreams but you know it it, it it's 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 people at a massive scale are seeing 
dreams of Jesus, perhaps even a vision of Jesus in which he's really revealing himself in the in the in a scriptural way there's most totally. of the st- most of the stories i studied are all people who the lord is saying i am jesus i am the son of god you know i yeah. i am the way the truth and the life and he'll s- reveal himself in this in this way uh and the other thing you know is that it ultimately in most of the cases that i've studied it leads them to the to the cross to the scriptures to a church and um and so I think that this is both speaking to, you know, the to the coming of Christ, but also I think it 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 is a reference to what we're seeing today, uh, particularly in that part of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a this is like a little bit. I mean, it's not an aside from the passage, but it's just like a little word study. Uh, the the word for pour out there, um, I'm just going to butcher it and go ahead and say shafak. Mm-hmm. Um, is the same word that's always used for talking about uh, blood sacrifices, blood offerings at the altar. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's also you know translated as shed. Um, and so basically, time out. I'm looking right now on Step Bible. All these it's like all over Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy, the Levitical law, talking about pouring out blood on the altar. Mm. You know, cut cut this animal open and pour its blood over, you know, the, the altar or the, the foot of the altar or whatever. And so I, I think that that is very striking. God is using, you know, Levitical sacrificial language talking about, I'm going to shed, to pour out my spirit on all flesh. And it's a blood image. And so, you know, we, we have to see Jesus as, you know, he is this fountainhead from which the spirit pours out. There's there's an implicit sacrifice there. And then it, it moves into this sort of, you know, for lack of a less uh, loaded word, uh, this charismatic language mm-hmm. of prophecy, dreams, visions. And, you know, I, I think like you're you're so right. You uh to to totally set aside this movement of God's spirit and um, kind of like alienate it. I really think it, it can sometimes reflect like a narrow view of Christendom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, thanks to you, I've had the opportunity to uh, sit down and speak with like these people who have had these dreams or, you know, are helping to shelter and disciple people who've had these dreams Mm -hmm. at the peril of their own lives. Mm -hmm. And, there it's it's far more compelling you know than uh than we often make it out to be and you know i think a lot of times the reason that there's so much confusion surrounding these more um spectacular maybe yeah expressions of the spirit supernatural is a good word expressions of the spirit is because we we can kind of water them down to um, you know, hoping for like dreams and visions regarding like, should I take this job or whatever? Mm-hmm. And obviously God offers, you know, guidance in a plethora of ways for all of our lives. But it's such a grand scale thing. Mm-hmm. Like what we have to walk away from it, like what we have to carry away from this is that God is going to build his church. And, you know, um, when we were talking with Salam and Samar, um, two of the help the persecuted uh, workers who, you know, this is their life work is that 
there are these areas in the world where Jesus is not known, mm. his church is not present, his word might not even be translated and accessible. And these dreams and visions and prophecy happen. Yeah. And out of that, the church is born. And there are all these places where there are thriving churches in the world and Christian communities in the world where it literally does not make sense other than God is there building his church. And if Joel chapter two isn't true, then it doesn't happen. Hmm. And so God, like even now, even today and tomorrow and this week, he's pouring out his spirit in the Middle East. He's pouring out his spirit in America. He's hmm. pouring out his, his spirit in North Africa. And that is the reason that the church still exists and that it, it grows because we're a bunch of fools and yeah. we get misguided and misdirected. Yeah. But the church continues on and it's because he's pouring out his spirit continually through the blood of Jesus. Mm. Amen. It was awesome. Man. Well, such a powerful word. Um, love this chapter. Love this moment in scripture. So for Josh Youssef, this is Will Carlisle. And we're excited to see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.